Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Kunal, why should people support us on Patreon? This has been keeping me up till three in the morning. This is a good conundrum. See, people can listen to this free also. I mean, sure. if, if you support us, then other people also get to listen to this craziness. Yeah. And the thing is, you see, like sometimes in life, you look at a thing and this is like, you say, this is so bad. My God, this is so bad. And how can I spread this? <laughs> it's almost like a disease. And when you pay, the bottom line is that you don't suffer alone. No. <laughs> no. You suffer with and other you, listeners. You, demot- you motivate demotivators. Yeah. So you encourage us to demotivate. To demotivate you. And who else is doing that in life? And why wouldn't you pay for such a service? <laughs> Enough people are paying you pay to give you love, to give you things. How many people are paying to tell you that it's all shit? Hmm. And and just that and that sense for the shitter things in life. The the, the truly shitter things. Yeah. So we need your help and we need your support. Uh, So please, please uh, go to patreon.com forward slash our last week and... uh, Party! Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash our last week. That's the one. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi, Kodal. Hi, Paul. Listen, I'm very sorry for my delay. I just got off the flight and we're rushing into this podcast. We are late. So sorry, listeners, for our delay because I was on a Vistara flight. Vistara's first flight from London to Bombay. I got off it and here we are. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Their first flight, meaning their first flight ever. No, Vistara has been flying around. This is 2023. They've been around for a few years. But they did not have a London-Bombay service. Vistara have just started that. I don't and know for how long though. Flight. Because ultimately, it will all become air there. So, it could be their first and last flight also. Mm, that would be quite because momentous. they've announced a merger with Air India, I think. Yeah. Also, it was very weird. Uh, because there are three flights that leave at night from London mm. for Bombay. It's always the three flights. It's There's a Virgin Atlantic flight that leaves one hour before. Mm-hmm. There is the Vistara flight and the British Airways flight. The Virgin mm-hmm. Atlantic flight leaves about an hour and a half before. Okay. And what is interesting is that when you land in the Vistara flight and you are just going into Bombay airport... If you look left, you will see the Virgin Atlantic flight taking off. Okay. So, I I wonder, the pilots who do that route, hmm. they must recognize each other's planes. No? That like the guy who just, because that guy was doing that route, every day he flies to Bombay at 6.50 and the, Air in, the Vistara guy flies at 9 o'clock. So, it's literally like these planes become each other's like, you know, road signs almost. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look, that uh, Virgin flight is taking off. 
they had mm. landed an hour before me. So I could I could totally tell when he was taking off that it landed two hours before, unloaded the Bombay passengers, loaded passengers, and now it's back to London. But hopefully so, it was a different pilot, na? Hopefully, hopefully, for the sake of the passengers, it wasn't yeah. a man who hasn't slept for eight and a half hours. Correct. Hopefully, for everyone's sake, yes. You know, like truck drivers' union sort of thing. Yeah. Then they, the the pilots must be chilling together at the hotel. It's basically like their dhaba, you know, like their overnight halt. It's it, they're ba- they're basically truck drivers in the sky. Truck drivers or in like the sky. Or like bus drivers. Same. Like for example, you got to think Bombay Delhi. The route is so busy. Don't the pilots run into each other midair? You know, like it's such a busy air route. There's got to be like two planes that wave to each other. I know that. UGCA you know, says I, you have always, to keep a minimum distance. Yeah, but I don't think that, I don't think I think that you know a lot of especially drivers I've noticed they love to check even if it's taxi guys I don't know how often you've taken an Uber or you've taken a thing they always like to know you know like where is the other guy where are you I am you I am at Santa Cruz तू कहाँ है मैं यहाँ मैं बैंड्रा में हूँ oh okay so they like to keep a track of each other where they are you know and my yeah. kids actually brought this up the other day and they were like why are they constantly figuring out where each other are they constantly on the move but they want to know you know where they are in space so that you know if there's that one chance where they can pass each other on the highway they can just do that hey that hi yeah. you know to each uh. other they can wave out and they'll feel Suddenly connected. I think pilots also must be having that thing, you know. But this this so podcast you, is that you know, no. This problem. podcast is yeah. just you and I on our journeys in the world, and once right. a week we're just sort of, you know, waving out some, to each other, waving out to each other. Like you're in your whatever seven four seven, and I'm in my Emirates, and we're just passing, you know. Yeah. Like, like what do they call it? What's that phrase? Like two something in the night. Like two. Orangutans. Sh- shadows in the night. Like two ships that pass in the night. Ah, okay. It's a phrase. It's a phrase. Where does it come from? Right, right. It comes from two ships passing each other in the night, I guess. Uh, here, this the Cambridge Dictionary is. It's two people that are like ships that pass in the night. They meet once or twice by chance for a short time, and then do not see each other again. Yeah. So that's, that's I it. suppose, that's the meeting that they're all after. We're all after that, basically. Yeah, we're all after. That. We're all. That's after. the that's the meeting. It was just like a couple of seconds. Hey, the pilots also. Oh. A, ah, just a noise. I mean, this yeah. podcast is that only. It's just each of us going. Ah, mm. ah. and our listeners also. You know, they have their own lives, it's but once touching, a week just for twenty minutes, we just in. touch each other's lives. And then we just carry on. Yeah. Yeah. But pilots also have this. Uh, they they actually have a walkie-talkie system, so they can check in about the weather, like hmm, if the hmm. plane in front encountered turbulence. They're constantly hmm. like chit-chatting with each other, hmm, because once hmm. you get to cruising altitude, all you want to do is just find out: is are you cruising at the right altitude? You know, like is everything hmm. fine in front of you? That's all you want to know. That's it. It's in many ways. It's like life, really. The trouble is that in life. There are very few things that are ahead of you that are walkie-talking back. So hmm. basically, airlines pilots are the only people who have a guy who's in the future, hmm. telling them what it will be like when they pass through this future. Correct, correct. So Vistara, I'm on clearly walkie-talking with Vistara in front of me, him or whatever, yeah. Virgin, saying all clear, boss, all clear. Saying yeah, boss, hmm. beautiful night, all clear, all clear. 
you know so that's that it. it's so lovely that there is a future yeah. you know i'd hate to be that guy who whichever flight is he's the first of the day because he's the pioneer yeah you know otherwise someone will be like this yeah. bad weather predicted or whatever yeah, it is you know yeah. you are like a because yeah. if you're the first guy who's like this in Afghanistan, avoid it. There's the there's a storm there. Just go around, mm. uh, just go around. Mm. Thank you, thank you. You know, so like imagine if in life we had something like this. You know, like we were cruising at our altitude, and there was someone in life in front of us is Kunal. In six weeks, you'll get a call from this producer for the shoot. Uh, just remember, you can do the film, but they'll uh, you'll be stuck in Sydney here uh, for three more weeks. That's mm. just how they work. There was someone in life to tell you this, you know, with so much. Just a heads up. Just a heads up of where the future, like each of us, each of us. Yeah. But I also like when you have an unreliable mentor. So you have a mentor whose job is to throw you off, you know, like unreliable pilot who sends you into a storm. Yeah. Like even for us, when we did this podcast, Mm. there were other podcasts in front of us, which were better. Hmm. Our goal was how can we make this worse, right? Like how can hmm. we take a good art form and ruin it? And not hmm. everybody thinks like that. But we were, you know, sort of path breakers in that sense. Uh, you know, <laughs> taking something perfectly decent and normal and messing it up. But uh, I, I think that, you know, in a lot of these cases, it's mm-hmm. it's just perseverance. Yes. You know? consistency they say that you know with bodybuilding and with uh, you know getting fit and all of that it's perseverance it's consistency and uh, you know we uh, we lack that in like especially when it comes to our diet and exercise and all of that but with this podcast i think what what it's proved is that even if you have perseverance and you come you come in every week with a show and you do yeah. it you know sort yeah. of religiously it can still be bad <laughs> you know that <laughs> yeah yeah that you can remain the only un- thing untalented yeah, for years for years and the thing is that you know they say no you get better and better just keep doing it keep at it and all that just stay in the game and all that stuff and we've stayed in this game now for many years pal and i yeah. and it isn't getting any better you know and that's no. the beauty of this <laughs> thing is that i love no. disproving all this stuff you know yeah. you know these guys have just you know they've just been workhorses they've just you know they've they've sharpened their skills and their minds are now like you know so razor sh- no it's not we're we're worse than when we started off it was better and, the early episodes were much places, better can you see continuously mediocre things you know like it's not it's a rare skill to be yeah. continuously as mediocre as you were in the first day in 2016. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. And worse, you know. Worse. That, that worse. And for which I'm proud, you know. Like, at some point, many people would say, I'm so bad, I quit. Either one of us yeah. could have said that. Yeah. You know, we are not particularly insightful or funny. We should quit. But neither of us did that. And, and that, I think, like... How brave of us. Brave, brave. You know, I mean, listeners along the way said, this is absolute shit. Who are these people? My God. They broke their phones. But we stuck to it. We're there. We're talking into a void now. That's how, that's how. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Continually. It is empty space. But you know, sometimes we'll get picked up by one listener who's forgotten about us. Three o'clock in the morning, he's drunk and he's like, 
or oh, those guys are still carrying over there's no chance there's no chance no way like, let's check just let's check are you fuck latest episode it's latest still they're episode, still doing it first fuck. september 2023 what are you saying they're still at yeah. it then it becomes like that you know then you just discover I, then you I, spread I, the I word that, you know what, what we need to be around till we become a nostalgic thing you know yeah i i think that that's the aim is that like you know we need to become like anando milk or you know like one of those things those those ice cream sandwiches or that cherry cold custard from a place never where, went away you know, like never went away it's just there and then people are saying fuck it's still there and, yeah. and then we become that you know like yeah. fuck those guys are still talking i'm so saying that I'm is bull. i'm you just don't go away that's what i'm saying they don't like, go away don't go yeah. away See, there's one thing to score a hundred, right? Hmm. It's another thing to uh, score a hundred over seven thousand balls. You know, the point hmm. is, hmm. there's one thing to score a hundred and go out. That's an achievement. Another thing is hmm. tenacity and lasting. You know, like hmm. Hmm. it's another thing to retire at the age of fifty-three. You know, as a cricketer, yeah. it's like that. It's how long, because everyone says, you know. our artists are about flourish hmm no one said that artists are just also about buying the canvas hmm and just doing something on a canvas for a long time doesn't have to be flourish for many years for many years keep and the honestly, canvas keep doing anything on it yeah and that's what i found that with many artists it is that you know like like some guys will just paint the same thing in different colors yeah. for 35 years okay yeah. and then then by the age of 60 65 they're like oh i know his style his yeah. style is great it's just that the thing is that it's it's not particularly good or anything it's just that it is that person and you know it because it is it's just that you know time. it's just it's that. time kirk it's time i'm saying if you were a guy who yeah. let us say did a trick outside the house every day okay he kicked mm. let us say he brought a pig okay and he had a little mm. trick and mm. the trick was that he would make a noise and the kick would pig would kick him in the balls okay hmm and you're like this is what is this outside my house who's this guy jao yahan se i won't i won't give you any money for this this is not entertaining hmm. but imagine hmm. that guy did it for 25 years just hmm. that same trick he showed up outside your house with the pig hmm. after a while you'd start missing it after let's hmm. say if he really went away hmm. he's got only that one trick hmm but you know him he's become part of your life so hmm. if some art can somehow enter it doesn't have to be good if it can just hmm. enter your life in some way hmm then you're stuck with this this is what i'm saying then you're stuck with it yeah yeah that that's us our last week yes, you're sir. stuck with us yeah uh kunal hmm uh quick conundrum yes uh at uh, do you know a duty free airport in bombay mhm most people now buy their duty free from bombay only Yeah, right. Because easier, duty free is easier now. So they have all these guys trying to sell you whiskey and stuff as you're going through after immigration. Right. They all now have accents. They have American accents. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, sir. Would you want? Would you like to buy some Balvenie, sir? Would you like to? One even had a almost an Emirati accent. Like, uh, brother, you want to try some whiskey? Like, why? What? what do you think that? somehow they are feeling that the they're not relating to indian people returning home or what is happening you think i think it's that it's part of the whole 
get up i guess na the whole yeah. sort of sales pitch I, like it would be too rude to come back to you know like just normal i guess indian accents it's a it's a soft landing you know so you yeah. come back and you still feel like <laughs> yeah duty hey, free it's like a zone yeah. hey so you feeling like you know, where yeah, yeah. umesh But, umesh why are you talking like that so my you are my brother why are you talking like that yeah but i guess it's like like if you're in a call center you're trying to fool people that you're you know you're from a certain place here you're trying to fool people that you know like deeply about single malts and you know uh like high quality jamaican rums and liqueurs <laughs> and you know cologne you need an accent yeah to prove this sort of knowledge just, yeah and like people doesn't might get sound, taken in by it doesn't sound no also lots of things just in a normal accent don't sound that good if you're specially selling high end alcohol you know you can't be like but, yeah, what, do you, want, what same, do you want do you yeah, want mcallens what do you want you want jb you want mcallens 3 what do you want do you want vodka what do you want or in marathi also you know like somehow yeah. we just come from abroad yeah. uh, my marathi is not that strong so i don't know how i'd say it but you know if say i was picking up two bottles of balvani how would i say that in marathi um tula kay paize balvani have ka balvani nahi hai amcha kade te makalan makalan ghe makalan changle hai hez ghe saheb he far smooth hai he makalan navin ale somehow i think yeah. like i don't know if you'd be hired it's beautiful it's a great accent I think it would it would work you know I yeah. I mean I think I think people need to trust it a little more What yeah. is good about Calcutta uh, in this is that the duty free shop in Calcutta just like the one mm. in Bombay that guy is quite aware of the buying power of Calcutta right mm. So he knows that most of these people have flown in this is not Bombay they're not going to buy whiskey they're just going to fuck around they might even try to drink some shit Yeah. They are not legitimate buyers. So unlike Bombay, where they are welcoming and warm as salespeople, the Cal guy's job is to make sure you don't steal shit. So he just wants to hurry mm. you through duty free, and mm-hmm. he keeps mm-hmm. shouting, "Dara, chulun, chulun, chulun! Keep moving, keep moving!" That's what he keeps mm-hmm. saying. "Ita modi dukan na." Like this is not a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he keeps kinun, kinun, nole chulun. Like buy or move. Ita, yeah. <laughs> Ita modi dukan na. This is not mm. a booze shop. You can't sit here and yeah. drink, you bastard. And yeah, that just yeah. shows me a nice difference between the buying power of cities, because yeah. the sales guy in Cal, he's figured out that no one here is a legitimate buyer, mm. and that is a beautiful place to be. You know, mm. to be a salesperson who knows you are fraudulent. I think that they might even be taken by surprise if someone says that I want to buy this. They'd be like, "No, no, we don't have it. We don't have it." They're like, "I want to buy it." No, 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 we don't have it. But it's here. It's in front of me. No, no, we don't have. Jan, 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 Jan. I mean, they get Jan. I've heard a lot of this. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. Every day, people come and say that. Chal, chal. Keep moving. And, and do you remember when we were growing up in India? There were always fancy shops. you know a little out of our league you know like there always be some shop that opened especially just when india liberalized there was sudden boom right and it was like oh this is i'm a little above my station being in the shop because it's fancier hmm. and those shop uh, help the retail help 
Now the retail help was just helpful. But there used to be retail help whose job it was to just be snobby. You know, like, hmm. you don't look like the right sort in the shop. Like if you were a little young, you know, so you always had to be on your toes. You have to dress up well to go to a shop to buy clothes that yeah. made you dress up well. You know what I mean? Like, and I always had a soft spot for that retail judge, you know, that purveyor of Indian class. I love that man. Yeah. There's nothing for you here. There's nothing for you here. He's just judging by looking at your face. You know? And it was like that for years as in you would be intimidated yeah. to walk into many sto- stores. Yeah. I remember when the, the first thing is, as, as soon as I feel intimidated by a store, <laughs> and I do feel intimidated by many stores. I feel yeah. intimidated yeah. by stores, by the prices, by the salespeople. My value for that thing immediately drops. Yeah. I'm like, this is shit. It's yeah. so bad, I don't need it. Yeah. And and it's probably good. I mean, it's probably, you know, things of value and things. That, I mean, they're pretty, pretty nice things maybe in there. Uh, it's just that if I feel intimidated by either the store or the salesperson, the value of that thing just completely diminishes and I have no interest in ever buying it. That's why I don't buy luxury things. <laughs> I remember yeah. going to the first Mercedes showroom with my dad mm. that opened in Calcutta. And mm. there was uh, another... <laughs> Another Marwadi family, also a father and son that had come in. And this guy mm. was so rude to them. So mm. rude. And he was like, uh, you know, sir, this, sir, the showroom is closed, sir. The showroom is closed. Mm. Please, sir, leave, sir. You know, whatever. And you don't know anything. Just based on the way that guy spoke, mm. he made a judgment about his ability to pay for a car. Mm. And he shooed them away. And then came Hmm. to us and then he said, you know, lots of these people, you know, they just come off the streets. And I'm like, but you're a shop on the street. Hmm. And people will come off the streets. How do you know we have any money? Just because we're... And you all were only there to see the car. You all were window shopping. We had no money. We just... Because (laughs) we were killing time. My mom was in the shop next door. That's why we're killing time. And and also, yeah, Mercedes store has just opened. Of course, you'll walk in if you're in the area. Everyone was doing that. So imagine yeah. that other people that walked in the store who were not fancily dressed and didn't speak very well. He made a judgment that they're wasting time and chose to spend that time with us. He probably made the dumbest call of his life. Those guys could be ready buyers. Yeah. Probably were. Yeah. Ridiculous. But you miss those guys, right? I miss them. Don't you miss them? That kind of the vicious retail man on the fancy new shop in Bombay? No. I don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is coming from clearly bitter experiences you've had. I have no, I have no this thing. I remember walking into stores uh, and hotels also just for mm. air conditioning. Yes, you know? yes. And just course. like spending hours over there. Oh, of course. So, yeah. And I mean, we would do that at the Taj as well, you know, the Taj Hotel. Taj was the main just, place. Also, those mid managers in. knew how to spot us. You know, they knew yeah, how to spot you know, the teenagers, torn jeans, sitting yeah, on yeah. the sofa, just waiting. And just like, you know, it's damn hot outside. We're just here. And then the guy would come and say, Sir, are you, Can are you help waiting you, for sir? someone? Can we help you, sir? <laughs> Bastards. And so it was damn nice of them to firstly call like a 16, 17 yeah. year old, Sir. You know? Yeah. You got no and education. Guy, Your dick is hanging out. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, on a sofa. And then you'd be like, no, no, we're just, uh, you know, we're just here to go to the bookstore, Nalanda. We're, yeah, we're just, uh, you know, not there to do anything. waiting for someone. Yeah. Kural, last conundrum. I, uh, 
just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe. Right. I've done three Edinburgh Fringes. People always call me for advice. Yeah. You know, saying, how do I play the Edinburgh Fringe? This year, a number of Indian comedians performed. And one, my dear, dear Uru Chushfak, wonderful little girl, won the Edinburgh Fringe as best newcomer. Mm-hmm. So I f- like one part of me is very happy for her, but another part of me is like, you know, I was the wise old mentor of the Edinburgh Fringe. Like that was my territory. Hmm. But now that an Indian person has won the Edinburgh Fringe, hmm. is my territory gone? Like, am I no longer the old Indian man that does British things? That that crown has passed on to somebody else. So I feel like now, what do I do with my life? Because my whole uh, identity was built around Indian man who knows things about Britain. So other Indian comedians will call him and ask about Britain. Hmm. Till Indian comedian goes and wins big British festival. In which case now, what is my value on the planet? you have any advice for me? See, everyone fades into oblivion. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just a, Except it's just this a, podcast. Except, except this, this podcast. podcast. This podcast will be here forever. Stays, you know, this is going to, yeah. We're just going to outlast the universe. You know, it's just yes. going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, now the thing is that, that firstly, I, I think you didn't defend your, like, I think like if you were territorial, yeah. you know, you didn't defend your territory well enough. I don't think you know, I did. You know, look at tigresses the... when they mm. when they when they're covering their fifty square kilometers. They they fight till the death. You know, yeah. look at lions. Look at look at all these. You know, like that. This is the territory of so and so. This is the you had that territory. You know, you were there. You went there three years in a row. You were people were talking about you, making even this year you had wonderful shows, all of that. But your defense, you know, like there was there was no defense <laughs> of your territory. You basically offered it up on a platter to other people saying, yeah, yeah, come, come. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, I'll I'll hook you up. And this is the way. Because I was sure that nobody would win. You know, I was confident. This is overconfidence. This is overconfidence. And this is, and this is where you were not, you were not cutthroat enough. You know, you should have. I was the first plane to fly into the storm, right? I was the first plane. And I was constantly relaying to the other planes, ships passing in the night. Constantly relaying, saying, storm ahead, storm ahead. But I was so confident that obviously there can't be an Indian winner at the fringe. Of course. So I was giving uncle advice, you know, drink lots of water, see some shows, Mm. learn, you know, get the best Mm, out of it. Don't be disheartened by the one star review. It doesn't mean anything. So I was doing that kind of stuff. Mm. Till some girl comes, wins and leaves. Mm. So therefore, I, I, I don't know anymore like whether future children will call me up anymore I guess they'll now call her they'll be like how do I win the fringe whereas Hmm. my advice was how do I go to the fringe yeah it was based entirely on nothing really will happen in my life nothing major will change but chal something will happen come you'll show your face you'll learn a few things you'll never become you know Phoebe Waller-Bridge but come 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 and till I, one kid know, shows I, up and became like till Phoebe Waller Bridge yeah, actually went to see, a show. I, correct. And the thing is that like I think people must be experiencing this in offices and workplaces around the world, right? Yeah. You know, they have certain territories, certain zones, you know, they have certain they this is their account, their thing, this is their area in an organization, and suddenly you're showing young people the ropes, and then the young people come and then you know you're just you're you're there and the young people are now heading the organization. Yeah. 
and then you know? you're like that, and you're like, you're like but i i i only i didn't i just give that like i told her a friend and all i said you know come it'll be so nice and suddenly now so <laughs> i don't know yeah I think that what you'll have to do next time, Paul, is mm. firstly you'll have to misguide people. Misguide you know, is mis- the key. Misguidance is the key. Is the key. The Don't go to Edinburgh. That- You're mad over. Don't go to Edinburgh. Don't go. Sad. I feel for you, Paul. Exactly. That's why. Exactly. What, what? That's why. What I've decided to do with my career is not expect anything much. You know, like I don't. I don't expect success. No, but I think what your we problem are doing with you was that you were expecting. I think you were expecting that everyone will be unsuccessful, and then someone was successful. I expect everyone to be successful and stay unsuccessful, and then if success happens, it comes as a nice surprise. Yeah. So what you what you are doing is a different brilliant strategy. You are grinding them down. Yeah. I'm oh waiting. God, I'm playing a very long here. game. Yeah, he's he's going to be a star when he's sixty five. You know. He's still acting. Yeah. You're grinding them down, which is the way to do it, actually. I want to see many careers come and go, and then like <laughs> when I'm around, like when I'm around seventy and all that stuff. Now, then I'll have my breakout performance. <laughs> this guy, this guy, yeah. just see what he can do. But that's that's what our, this podcast is also like, right? Many will come and go, but we'll still be here. We'll still be you know, here. We'll be like an early here. morning train noise. We'll still be here. Yeah, and these are our early years. You know, these, these are, are just our starting early episodes. Out. Starting this is just the beginning. This is nothing. Uh, You know, this is nothing. We're coming. We're coming. Yeah. Kunal, this been our last week. Sorry it for has. this uh, late one this time, but uh, thank you, listeners. And please, please write into us at our last week at Audiomatic dot in. We love you very much, and we will hopefully over the month of September and October do as many lives as possible, meaning Kunal and me together, and some. With you live in somewhere in Bombay, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Bye, bye. You were listening to our last week, produced by Akansha Kadam and Avdhut Khanolkar, hosted by Anuva Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor.